How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Violence has broken out in the Middle East over disputed land that goes back a century. Will that change relationships here in Metro Detroit? Even if people are retrenching in a moment because they're upset, I hope that their friends and colleagues that they've known forever, their neighbors, are reaching out to them. I mean, that's what I've seen happen in the past. Southeastern Michigan has prominent Jewish and Muslim populations, both key elements of our community. So what happens now? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. It has been the top national story for days. On Saturday morning, the Palestinian group Hamas fired thousands of rockets from the Gaza Strip into Israel and attacked the country at 22 separate locations. Over 1,200 lives were lost in Israel that day. In fact, it's estimated that 22 Americans have either been killed or kidnapped. In response, Israel bombarded the Gaza Strip with rockets of their own, killing over 1,000 people, injuring thousands more. All of this happened as Americans of the Jewish faith watched in horror. That includes Rabbi Asher Lopatin. He's the executive director of the Bloomfield Hills-based Jewish Community Relations Council. The Jewish community are devastated by this horror. You know, this is the worst massacre of Jews in one day since the Holocaust. And these are civilians. I have uh, friends that don't know what happened to their son who was at a peace music festival where 260 people were killed, were gunned down and slaughtered. It's just devastating to see the civilians taken prisoner and brought and paraded through the streets of Gaza. You know, it's terrorism, but it's also the citizens of Gaza must be condemned. Those people in the streets that were cheering, it has to be condemned. To be clear, Hamas is designated as a terrorist organization by dozens of countries, including the U.S. While Metro Detroit has a prominent Jewish population, it also has a prominent Muslim and Palestinian citizenry. Imran Salha is the imam of the Islamic Center of Detroit. My reaction is the reaction that God asked of all humanity in the Quran, in the Bible, and in the Torah, that the value of one life is the value of all of humanity. And whoever kills an innocent life, it is as if they killed all of humanity. And whoever gives life to one life, it is as if they've given life to all of humanity. Islam respects life. So my reaction is obviously there is sadness for any innocent human being to be killed or to be harmed unrightfully. This is, this is unacceptable. At the same time, it is very important for us to really analyze. If we want to be the arbiters of morality and we want to be supporters of truth, 
it is important for us to ask and not to dehumanize either side. Palestinians love life. They love their weddings. They love their food. They love their culture. They love their children like any other human being. They love life and they love to live and they love to enjoy life. When we talk about the Gaza Strip, it is a sacred place for several global religious faiths. That makes this conversation infinitely more complicated. So many people go there to study. And then, yes, so many beautiful Christians. This is the Holy Land. This is the place, the birth of Jesus. This is the place where Muhammad rose to the heavens. This is such an important place. So many people that are saying, no, we are staying. We are going to help. We are going to do what we can do. But, of course, it is a, a very scary time. The conflict over the Gaza Strip goes back a century. Both Palestinians and Israelis claim the land. For the last 75 years, after the creation of Israel, the bulk of the global community has used a two-state solution. That's where both are recognized to have ownership over certain areas of the West Bank along the Mediterranean Sea. But the Israelis view the land as theirs, and the Palestinians view the Israelis as occupiers, which makes all of this an incredibly complex situation. So does that impact the way we Americans react? I put that question to Professor Sally Howell. She teaches history and Arab-American studies at the University of Michigan-Dearborn. What happened on Saturday was not the start of something. It was 75 years or maybe even 100 years, if you go back to the fall of the Ottoman Empire, in the making, right? I mean, I think one of the things where people that are on the outside looking in struggle is how complicated this is. I wonder if the long, drawn-out issue is lost on some people. I mean, this is a century-old issue. Yeah, it's obviously lost on people. It's not a politically easy conversation to have. And I absolutely think it's lost on people. And we look at each incident and then, you know, action, reaction, war crime, revenge war crime. It goes on. It never ends. But, I mean, that's why I say it's our obligation to do the work, to do the homework, to sit down, look at the history, try and understand for yourself what's going on, and then act on that, whatever it is that you've discovered. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, this episode makes me nervous, but because of what you just said, I feel like people like me have an obligation to have this conversation and to bring it to the forefront so that it can become more clear and more people can have more open conversation. Exactly. Here in Metro Detroit, we do have sizable Jewish and Muslim populations, but here there are no real boundaries or walls between the two. People work together, they go to school together, they can argue in the classroom. I mean, there's more equality here. I see these two communities, people working together, people getting along together, people being each other's neighbors. I don't see that kind of tension and animosity reflected between Arabs and Jews or between Arabs and Israelis here. I don't see it here. It's not been my experience. You know, I know so many um, people who are politically on the same page with each other. You know, there's a very strong uh, Jewish voice for peace here in the state of Michigan. And there's a lot of solidarity on campus between Arab students and Jewish students. Um, so there's a long history of that. And I don't think that this incident is going to affect that in the same way it's going to affect the lives of people overseas. While these two communities are certainly neighbors, co-workers and friends, can it stay that way? Conflict in Gaza certainly isn't new, but this is the biggest outbreak of violence in decades. How will those communities respond? 
We're seeing conflicting ideologies. You know, if you go last night to Dearborn, there was a rally. If you go two nights ago to Southfield, there was a rally, and they were very different. And so I wonder, going forward, if there may be some kind of some kind of rift. It wouldn't be good for the area, that's for sure. It wouldn't be good for the area. And the, the one thing I'll say, I mean, there are so many people here in Michigan who have really, many of them have spent their careers trying to bridge this divide. There's so many interfaith opportunities for people to talk to each other and solidarity groups that have formed between these populations. People have, even in a moment when you're angry and upset and in mourning, um, whatever kind of pain you're in, right? There are people who you know, who you trust, and ideally who you love from the other community. I mean, the relations go way back here. And so I imagine people reaching out to each other, even if people are, you know, retrenching in a moment because they're upset. I hope that their friends and colleagues that they've known forever, their neighbors are reaching out to them. I mean, that's what I've seen happen in the past. I mentioned earlier that this episode does make me nervous, but Professor Howell says that is part of the problem. We cannot shy away from difficult conversations. It is a sensitive topic, obviously, but I think that the fact that it's sensitive and painful does not mean that we should shy away from it. It's a conversation that we need to be having. We need to understand each other's points of view. We need to understand each other's histories. We need to understand one another's experiences of this crisis, especially in a state like Michigan, where we have so many different kinds of people living here in the state. And so the goal of conversation should be to hear one another out. It shouldn't be to shut one another down. (laughs) Walking into a conversation with an open mind, with an open heart, and maybe starting by just asking how other people are doing. You know, how, how is your experience of what's happening? I mean, this is the way I'm approaching the subject. So now what do we do? I pointed out earlier that the depth of complexity to this story deters people from conversation. Professor Howell says knowledge goes a long way. The obligation of us all in the society, because our government is such an influential actor in the region, I think it's our responsibility as American citizens to find out more about what our government is doing and to explore the history of the conflict and to ask questions about how we can end this conflict. And it's very clear that the only way we can end this conflict is if we end the occupation. We need to find a solution to this conflict, and we need to be talking every day about how to get us closer to a solution. I mean, yes, being loving to our neighbors, reaching out to people who are suffering, we should absolutely do that, but it's not enough. We've been doing that for 75 years. We need to get beyond that. We need to provide both sides the opportunity to live in peace and security and dignity. While the situation in the Middle East does remain tenuous, there is hope that it won't carry over into the way Israeli and Muslim communities interact locally. Because one thing here is clear, Metro Detroit wouldn't be a community without them both. Today's big thanks go out to Sally Howell, Asher Lopatin, and Imran Salha. Also, thanks to my WWJ colleagues John Hewitt and Jonathan Carlson. Jonathan interviewed Mr. Lopatin while John spoke with Mr. Salha. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. And if you want that Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening.
How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.